0: Everyone, it's technology expert Burton Kelso here with another tech tip trying to help you get the most out of the technology in your life i had to pause for a second because i'm looking at these captions and wonder how auto capture captures this stuff <laughs> it's amazing the words that pop up but anyway we're here to talk about how cyber criminals can get access to your passwords Many of you out there think that cyber criminals are able to log into your devices and steal stuff. Now that's true if you let them in, but the, the real issue, or I shouldn't say the issue, the real fact of the matter is, is that all of your technology devices are completely, well, not completely, but for the most part, safe from cyber criminals. 99% of cyber crime requires user interaction. And as long as you're not clicking on items, that appear in email messages or voluntarily giving out your passwords, cyber cyber criminals can't get into your devices. So how are they getting passwords and other important information? Well, let's go through a list of things that you are doing that are allowing cyber criminals to get access to your stuff. And we're going to start with number one, which is kind of a no brainer, but boils down to weak passwords. Weak passwords are the death of a lot of you because you create them and then wonder why criminals get access to your stuff. Doesn't really make a lot of sense, does it? (laughs) Passwords like password123 or other easy to guess passwords are, are collected by cyber criminals in a manner that they sometimes call brute force. That means that criminals will use bots or other malicious programs to scan through your online accounts to force their way into your online accounts. Another term for brute force can be used, or a term that can be used, is credential stuffing, which is criminals, again, using bots to access your online accounts to see if they can get into your stuff. Now, if you're using a list of commonly used passwords, like password123, it's not gonna take long for a cyber criminal to get access to your stuff. So, what should you do instead? Well, I'm always of the mindset that you ought to be using phrases as opposed to passwords. As you can see in this example, passwords are what's listed on the left-hand side of your screen. And some of them are pretty good, kind of like the monkey999 or the 449 Lake Street. That one took me a second. But sometimes those passwords or things that you post on your social media accounts, like maybe you add some numbers to your favorite pet or your first pet, or put some numbers after your firstborn that you're posting on social media. Perhaps you're posting your old address. Or your current address, not thinking that criminals are going to get access to that stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is that they do, and that's why you should start using passphrases because they are passwords that are created with phrases that are hard for cyber criminals to use. So, for example, if you use the passphrase, I couldn't be bothered with that. Then that basically means that you're creating something that criminals aren't going to be figured, or aren't going to figure out. So if you were to use the passphrase, I couldn't be bothered with that. 99, maybe with an exclamation point. It's something that you're going to remember. And it makes it hard for criminals to find out how to get access to that phrase because you're not posting it on social media. Another one that they have listed here is a passphrase, and I'll show you, is to be or not to be. That is the question. Somewhat good, but... Again, a good passphrase. I can see them all, y'all, and them is spelled wrong. But again, good examples of passphrases that you can use. Well, not those, but ways to create passphrases so that you're not creating passwords that are easy for criminals to guess and you're not recycling those old passwords that you are using in an attempt to trick cyber criminals. Now, another method that criminals can use to get your passwords is good old phishing schemes, and phishing is probably one of the common ways that criminals get your information. Email phishing, for example. Let's say you get an email from a trusted source, and the trusted source is not a trusted source. They're, in fact, a cyber criminal. You give out your information, and lo and behold, criminals have access to your passwords. So you have to be careful, those links that you click on or those emails that you respond to, where are they going? Some other examples of phishing schemes is smishing, which is SMS phishing. You get a text message from a criminal. They want some pertinent information. You respond to the message and it wants to know your login credentials. Criminals are able to access your passwords because, again, you gave them to them. And criminals now are moving more towards phishing schemes as opposed to your standard, I'm going to hack into your device. Because, again, it's pretty much impossible for that to happen. Another method that can be used for passwords is, or gaining your passwords, is voice phone call phishing or vishing now if a criminal gets access to you maybe they're a convincing con person and they're able to trick you out of your password such as saying that they're your mobile provider and that there's been a problem with your account could be the irs or it could be other socially engineered methods that are designed to get you to squeal and give out that information and you don't obviously want to give out that information so again Beware who's messaging you, whether it be text, whether it be a phone call or whether it be email because they definitely can get access to your passwords that way. Another method is through Trojan horses or bogus programs. Sometimes, let's say you download an antivirus program or a program that think is gonna help you with your phone or, or an app for your phone or an app for your computer. You download it, it wants all sorts of personal information, and it may even have you set up a username and password. Well, like if you're like most of you, I shouldn't say us because I'm not in that group. If you're like most people, I think that's the better word to use, then you are probably going to use an old password, which is not good. Because you're supposed to not use the same password for. Your online accounts but if you do and it's a bogus program known as a trojan that gathers that password it's going to put you in a world of trouble because then criminals have access to a password that then they can use to log on to all of your online accounts to see if they can get access to your accounts speaking of trojan or bogus programs how about web browser plugins now browser plugins are programs that are designed to make your web experience a little bit more interactive. I'm trying to think of a good one to choose. An example, I'm gonna move my mouse over to Adblock, Let's circle that thing. Now, Adblock could be a useful plugin because you're wanting to disable those pop ups that come on your computer. So, Adblocker will block ads, but if it's a bogus program, it may ask for username and password information. And that means you've given your password to a criminal. <laughs> so beware which browser plugins you install with your favorite browser. and It doesn't matter if you're using Chrome or Brave or Firefox or Explore or even Google Chrome. All browsers have browser plugins. And just like apps for the App Store, sometimes these browser plugins are vetted. Sometimes they're not. So you really have to be careful to figure out which ones are going to be the best for you and which ones aren't malicious. Now, finally, the last way your passwords are going to get stolen is data breaches, large scale data breaches that companies have. So like the T-Mobile breach, or if your local municipality has had a breach, they can get your information from those data breaches meaning that they're after email addresses and passwords. And again, passwords, because most of you are using the same passwords for multiple online accounts. Oh my goodness, what can I do? Well, there's an awesome website called haveibeenpwned.com that I'm about to show you. And it allows you to check to see if you have an email account that's been compromised in a data breach. You go to haveibeenpwned.com, which I will try to pull up here in a few seconds. Kind of hard, pull up a browser. So see when I'm looking down and looking around and then we're gonna bring a browser over. Then we're gonna to go to have I been pwned. Let me maximize this so that you can see it. Maximization isn't working. So let's go to have I been pwned and go to the website. And once we're there, we'll switch back to the desktop And you can see, you can enter in your phone number, you can enter in an email address to see if it's been pwned, or if it's been leaked in a large-scale data breach. That's the whole purpose of it. You can even do passwords with Have I Been Pwned to find out if a password has been leaked onto the dark web, which is great, because you need to know if a password that you're using is being used by cyber criminals. So with that in mind, Go to Have I Been Pwned just to make sure that you have not been compromised and to find out what passwords are sitting oh. out there on the dark web. One of the other things you want to do is to use a password keeper because password keepers, whether it be, and I hate to say LastPass because they were hacked last week, but if you use a password br- or password keeper which in your web browser, then it is. Good because password keepers also alert you if there has been a leaked, one of your leaked passwords on the dark web. So it kind of helps you keep safe, lets you know when you need to change passwords and password keepers allow you to keep all of those pesky different passwords for all of your online accounts in one place. So with that said, if you've got comments or questions Leave them in the comment section below. Would love to hear from you and see if I can help you keep your passwords from getting hacked. And as always, if you like this video, be sure to comment, like, and share no matter where you're watching this (laughs) because I know all of you know somebody who is technology challenged. So with that said... I love technology. I've read all the manuals and I'm serious about making technology fun, safe, and easy to use for everyone. So take care of yourself and do many things to make you smile. And thanks for watching.